This week on Hold It In, we're going to talk about body image. The highs and lows, the ups and downs, controversies, you name it. This is important because even though the conversation surrounding body image and this whole body positivity movement is opening things up more, we can still do better and we will do better. But first, let's go to our question of the day. This is the part of the podcast where I get a randomly generated question and I just say whatever comes to mind first, just as a little lighthearted intro to the pod. This week's question is, if there are 100 people, I'm assuming including myself, how many would be more patient than you? So I've never thought about this before, and I really had to think about this for a second. But I think it really comes down to the context. Because, for example, if I'm out somewhere, like a restaurant or a store, or pretty much anywhere where I'm getting a service or being serviced, I would like to think that I tend to be more patient than most people, just because I've been there before and I know how stressful it can be. So I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. So if it's something like that, I would honestly say I would be more patient than like 90 to 95 of those people, because I think I would definitely be a lot more patient than them, but I'm sure there's a lot more people out there with more patience than me in general. So I'm not going to say that I'm at the very top of that list. But on the other hand, if you put me in a room with a bunch of kids, those 99 people are going to win this one because I just cannot stand kids. I'm sorry. I don't like kids. I never have and I never will. This is a character trait that I wish I didn't have, but it's just the way it is. There aren't very many times that I can really recall that I've lost my patience. So I think it would be fair to say that, at least in a lot of cases, I tend to be more patient than a lot of people. So with that out of the way, let's get into our discussion about body image. Personally, I've dealt with a negative body image for several years now, since I was a teenager and even still up to this day. I was always a pretty skinny kid growing up, but I always felt like I could be even slimmer than I already was, and I never exactly took any drastic action or anything to actually do that, but there were points in time where I did consider it. After I graduated high school, I started to gain some weight, and a little under two years later, a certain global crisis had occurred that I'm sure we're all aware about and I don't need to explain any further, which caused me to gain even more weight, and I'm still dealing with the effects of that to this day as well. Once I fully realized how much weight I gained over those few years, I started feeling more self-conscious about my body than I ever had before. Recently, I've been losing some weight over the past couple of months, which is great and I'm certainly proud of it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'll be happy with what I see in the mirror, regardless of how much weight I lose. I wasn't really happy with it before, so what would really change between then and now, even if I do reach my goal? It's a never-ending cycle that can only be broken if you put in the work both physically, but more importantly mentally, and it's something that I'm still actively working towards. I do want to point out that body image can be a positive thing. I think what a lot of people think about when it comes to the term body image, it has this negative connotation to it, and in fairness, it is usually talked about in a negative light a lot of the time because a lot of people don't see themselves in a positive way, but there are plenty of people that do. And it's not just people who have conventionally attractive or quote-unquote standard body types. Really, anybody can have a positive body image whether you're severely underweight or overweight, and everything in between. I am not severely overweight, I never have been, but I still have issues with my physical appearance, but somebody who looks similar to me may feel great about themselves. It's so subjective and everybody has their own version of themselves in their own heads that affects them in a way that only they can understand. Which is especially why it's so important to keep comments to yourself, and speaking of keeping comments to yourself, let's unpack that a little bit. 
I really want to know what happened to if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Because I feel like a lot of people have forgotten that or were never really taught that in the first place. Let's take a look at an example. And as tired as you are of hearing conversations about this as I may be, we're going to look at Lizzo for a second. Lizzo is very overweight. We all know this. She knows this. She has spoken extensively about it and how people's words about her body affect her despite all that she does to take care of herself and try to spread a message of love and positivity. And people still have all the nastiest things to say about her and her body. And for what? Is a fat person not allowed to be comfortable in their skin because you don't find them attractive? Because you've been taught that fat is ugly and deserves to be shamed? She is very well aware of and confident in how she looks, yet so many people still try to tear her down. What really gets me is the people who claim to be concerned about her or really any overweight person's health, especially celebrities who have access to top-grade medical professionals. The truth is that you are not in the slightest concerned about how their weight could be affecting them, and even if you were, you think they don't already know any potential risk factors that they may be subjected to? Why does it even concern you in the first place? What makes you feel so inclined to speak on someone else's body? Let's even take it into the complete opposite direction. When Chadwick Boseman posted his last video to social media before he passed, he very much appeared sickly, underweight, and what did people do? They clowned on him. So few of those outspoken people had any concern about his health and well-being when he appeared to be extremely skinny. So it's nothing but a bunch of BS when anyone claims that they're concerned with the health of anyone who is overweight because you can flip the script and it still reads the same. So what exactly contributes to somebody having a negative body image? There's a lot that goes into it, but the biggest thing is that people are just straight up nasty. An overweight person will just post a normal selfie like anyone else would do, and suddenly there's thousands of comments of people just speaking on their body for whatever reason. I see this all the time on Twitter. So then people who aren't involved in the discourse and are already insecure about their appearance might think, well, what if I looked like that? Is that what people would say about me if I looked like they did? Or what if somebody does look like that? They might think, well, is this what people are thinking about me even if they don't outright say it? The bottom line is that nobody deserves to be shamed for their physical appearance, regardless of what it is. This kind of goes along with the first one, but there's just so much societal pressure to be skinny or slim. Reality TV is one of the worst culprits of this, and even to this day, in my opinion, it's not gotten that much better when it comes to body type diversity. If you look at almost any reality TV show, most of them are not casting overweight people or disabled people or anyone that doesn't have these conventionally attractive bodies, and if they are, they're very few and far between. We always talk about representation in media, but I don't think that there's much positive representation for people who are overweight, and I'm sure there's so many people out there who would want to see that and who need to see that. I don't think it's just a reality TV thing either. It's really all forms of media that can and should do better when it comes to representation of different body types. Sometimes though, it might not have anything to do with anyone else. It could just be a completely mental battle. Body dysmorphia is a very real condition that I'm not sure is really talked about enough. You might think that you're the ugliest person in existence even if everybody in the world told you that you're not because like almost anything else, if you don't believe it for yourself, you'll probably never believe it at all. This is just another one of those things where we always say you never know what battle someone may be going through, yet we turn around the next day and go against everything that we just said the other day. If we could all just be a little bit nicer, a lot of this wouldn't even be an issue in the first place. 
Self-acceptance is a journey and it doesn't look the same for everybody. It's taken me years to feel even somewhat comfortable in my skin and my journey is far from over, trust me. We can all afford to be a little nicer, not just to everyone else around us, but to ourselves too. It costs absolutely nothing to be kind. And I just want to say to everyone, including myself, be confident in who you are, even if everybody else is telling you not to be. Even if you were your only supporter, that's all you really need anyways. People can say what they want, but when it comes to your life, you'll always have the last word. That's about all I have for this week. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the show, you can follow wherever you're listening. You can also leave a rating or review. You can follow me on Twitter at holdedinpod, or if you have any feedback, suggestions, or pretty much anything else, you can email me at holdedinpod at gmail.com. But until then, I'll see you all next week.